Well, good afternoon. It's been a little while since we've dropped in on this context, but um, you know, I, it feels like I meant to say to you, welcome back. But I trust you are all well and thriving in the life that Jesus Christ brings us um, from day to day. Um, it's a few things I just want to kind of remind us of in regard to the purpose behind why we do these podcasts. Um, the, the, the end point, not the end point, but the outcome really revolves around the nature of our lives being sent by Christ into the world and uh, being fully equipped for it. So the focus is not, you know, are you doing church the right way or um, have you got it all together and, and uh, you know, do you look good? Uh, it's really bringing the life of Christ into those contexts and relationships that we all possess and have been planted into. Um, as I think Peter spoke about once before, the garden that we've been sown into and, and how do we tend uh, the gardens we have. So, so just to remind us that uh, you know this this is primarily to help us and stimulate us and be a catalyst for us to uh, be equipped in our missional context. So I trust <laughs> I trust that with that purpose we're we're having some value into whatever context you're in. Um, the other thing just to remind us of is the the fact that this is not a dogmatic, uh, systematic, uh, exegesis of scripture and theological and doctrinal matters. Um, re realistically, I, I like what um, Dr. Ravi Zacharias does. He's an, a Christian apologist who has a podcast which um, is called Let My People Think or Let Let People Think or something to that effect. And, and so I'd like to think that when we share things, it, 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 it spawns within you the desire to think about things you haven't previously thought about or it adds um, thoughts and wisdom and information to what you're already thinking about and, and creates uh, intention um, in particular areas which you haven't otherwise considered. Um, so all of that really leads us to seeking the teacher, to seek um, the spirit that we have in Christ that teaches us and leads us and, and brings us life. Um, so it's not just about thinking, it's not just about having new ideas, it's not about getting the right answers, it's actually about leading us to Christ. And uh, with all that in mind, uh, today I've uh, asked a, another guest to come and um, answer some of my questions. I was at, recently at a uh, winter Scottish sealer with this um, chap and his family. Um, previous, previous to that winter sealer, I had no clue what a winter sealer was, but it's basically a Scottish barn dance. Am I, am I right? Hi, hi. <laughs> yeah, the, I didn't tell you, this guy's also um, Scottish when he wants to be. Uh, and he's known to most of you. Um, Adrian is sitting in my cube today and uh, and uh, he's going to answer a few of my questions. But anyway, I was at this um, barn dance with Adrian and we sat next to this lady who was a, a palliative care nurse who played the harp and her husband who was a carpenter that worked in Antarctica, which Adrian questions his validity on that, uh, that fact. Anyway, I, I was quite intrigued by this story, so I asked him a lot of questions. I said, what's with the questions? So I saved all those questions today for Adrian. Now, uh, for, for most of you, Adrian doesn't need any introduction, but... Um, the thing that I wanted to do is just ask questions of him related to what he and I talk about uh, often when we get together and, and what we also witness in his life that brings value to us. Um, I look around at uh, some of the things in my life and I go, probably the only reason I'm doing those things is because uh, I know this bloke. And uh, recently Peter had a guy by the name of Anthony Moore come down from Queensland and uh, he had a coffee with Adrian and his wife, Rob. And uh, I said, how'd you, how'd you find those guys? And he said, those guys are... They're, they're intentional. And I thought, okay, he's, he's spoken to the same guys. He's met the same people we know. And so today I was actually going to start and just ask Adrian some questions around intentionality. It sounds like a funny thing to talk about when we're trying to channel our, um, our thoughts and what we say around being um, equipped for 
mission, but um, I think in, intention uh, has a lot to uh, has has a lot of um, bearing on um, how we function. So, uh, personally, personally, uh, have you ever come up with that word before? Oh yeah. Personally, yeah. There you go. Write that down. Firstly, um, I'd like to kind of ask you the question, Adrian. You know, is intentionality a personality trait? Like, are organised people intentional, and unorganised people they're not intentional? Yeah, it's a good question, Craig. Thank you, and thanks again for the chance to be in the studio here with you today. Um, is intentionality a personality trait? I, I don't think it is. I, 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 this is not out of the Oxford Dictionary or anything, but I, I think intentionality is more of a decision than a personality trait. So being intentional is going to be a lot easier for some people than for others, and, and their personality will come into that. But I think we can choose to be intentional or choose not to be. Well, what makes you intentional? I don't because, know. Because, you know, you're, my, you know, you're one of the most uh, intentional people I know. Um, I, I guess if that's the case, it's probably because at some point in time I've made a decision to be intentional and most likely in the areas that you're observing uh, in my life, maybe. Because, you know, I know that um, personally I don't feel ready when I'm on the back foot and reacting to a situation. So if I walk into a meeting and I'm not ready and I haven't intentionally prepared myself, like intention, as I'm thinking on my feet here, intention and preparation have got to be first cousins, don't they? Or intrinsic within intention is, you know, I'm planning and preparing and making sure that I bring everything that I have to this yeah. particular situation. Yeah. yeah, so I guess you can be really organised yes. and you can plan well and that will perhaps enable you to survive. Yeah. But there's a difference between, you know, just being able to survive and actually thrive. So I think to thrive, to set goals and to really meet them, yeah. you need to be quite intentional about that. The you know, the downside, if you're not intentional, there will be goals or things that are very high on your priority list, surely, that you will simply not achieve. You yeah, won't yeah, yeah. get there without, without being intentional. Uh, so we can let things happen around us or we can be proactive in, in, in creating opportunities. Don't wait for opportunities sometimes to come to us, but to actually make those opportunities because they fit into the strategies that we have yeah, yeah, to yeah. meet the goals, the things that are high on our priority list. Like I, I think about, you know, you do a lot of hiking and it's a bit of a, bit of a, a family culture that you have. Um, certainly the idea of going away without intentionally planning a trip is improbable. So it's not gonna happen by accident. And then if you aren't intentionally planning for the elements and the things that face you uh, before you leave, then um, you're going to be in all sorts of dramas once the, the rain sets in or the hunger pangs come. So, so Craig, there's no such thing as bad weather. There's only being badly prepared, yeah. as you set out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully we're not disenfranchising some people because it does sound like intention has a lot to do with planning, but... Well, I think maybe intention leads to planning. I think there's a difference between yeah, yeah. being really organised and being intentional because, let's face it, the status quo is the easiest way to go. The path of least resistance is always the easiest thing to do and we end up being in maintenance mode. Um, it's interesting, when we first talk about intentionality, what comes to mind for me is the parenting analogy. We've chosen as parents to intentionally parent our kids. That means that we are trying not to be reactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we don't just want to react <clears throat> to their high levels of frustration. We actually want to anticipate some of those things and to proactively 
between us as a team, we look into each other's eyes and say, right, what is the next thing for number two? Or why are we getting this from number one? And, and you know, we, we look at it, each of our kids and, and we prayerfully say, how can we deliberately transition them from where they are to where they could be in that yeah. next chapter? And so when we are intentional about that, we will create opportunities for them to go to the next level. And often that involves an increase in responsibilities and maybe that coincides with an increase in privileges and often it is both of those things together but if we don't become intentional about that we will end up being reactive yeah it's interesting what comes to mind and i hope erin doesn't mind me saying this but um you know uh, her and taya have been speaking uh, recently about a few areas of growth within both our family and theirs with uh within the parenting context and uh I think Erin made the comment that uh, she finds it liberating or the ease at which you can bring a consequence to a behaviour that previously frustrated so that the child has the ability to grow um, is surprising. It's refreshing. If you, you sometimes forget when you get caught up in just reacting uh, a lot. So, you know, I can see what, you're, I, I see what you're saying. To have that intention of understanding how it is we want our children to grow, understanding what we will do if a certain thing happens. Exactly. And then not just raising the level of your voice. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And, and you know, I think of a maybe a, an eight or a nine-year-old, they're at that place where you might sit them down and say, look, there's an opportunity here that a 7.30 bedtime might become an eight o'clock bedtime because for a responsible young man, that would be half an hour that we know would be well used. Yeah. But a responsible young man would also be feeding the chooks without being asked anymore yeah. and doing the vacuuming job without being asked. So when we are seeing this kind of behaviour, the responsibilities, we will also include, you know, these privileges, they, they come together. And to try and get in ahead of that frustration yeah, yeah. of going to bed too early at my age, to actually be deliberate about uh, looking into that and, and proactively setting that up for them. So the spin-off there too is that you're preserving or upholding or highly valuing the relationship rather than just right behaviour. Correct, you're not yeah, burning, that's good you're not, you're not, you're not burning. Um, you're not burning your relationships through anger outbursts and that's good. just deep frustration. Yeah, you're yeah. cutting that off before it becomes uh, something that actually could be relationship damaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids are pretty forgiving though. They generally will by next morning by next morning they'll often have forgotten about the conflict of yesterday that's been yeah. resting really heavily on your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now one thing, I mean, you, you know, I could actually uh, do a series of podcasts between you and your wife on parenting things and, and already many people in our community do actually see you guys as an example of how we can go in our parenting. Not that you're a, um, a perfect pattern or template but that you uh, have given us an example by the fruit of your family and, and how you um, act and, and uh, the choices you make. But switching across to our lives as being sent by Christ into the world, mm. how does then inten- an intentional mindset play itself out into what that means? Is that a, is that a it's, understandable it, question? It's an excellent question. It's probably to do, you know, it really is what what is living a, mi- a missional lifestyle uh, have to do with that that calling. So I, I think if we truly believe that there's a biblical mandate to to go yep. um, and to make disciples, and if our intent is to follow that mandate, then surely our our life will look different. I think probably our priorities will change if we adopt that and we will truly be living 
a life that is motivated by love, yeah. um, receiving everything the Father has for us and overflowing that love into everyone that we come across. So I think there's a decision there to be intentional about accepting that call yeah. uh, to, to live out a missional life. Well, my mind's racing a little bit because I, I, I've actually just picked up this morning, no, yesterday afternoon, I picked up the book again, Celebration of Discipline. Mm-hmm. Richard Foster? Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, aside from the reason of why I picked that up, you, you know, there's an intention that goes along with wanting to know Christ, mm. um, wanting to be intimate with Christ and, and walk, in, walk in the security and the profound relationship we have with our Heavenly Father in Christ. Mm. And that intention bears itself out through, you know, spending time with him and seeking to understand, know him through what's been revealed in scripture and what was revealed to us by his spirit within us. And even those intentions bear itself out in the way our conduct and behavior and, and ethic is in the world, which gives people an idea of the fact that this guy is, is, is operating from a different value base than mm. other people. We become the light into a situation as we intentionally desire to be with Christ. We'd, we'd, what would you say about that? That's beautiful. Yeah, no, well summarised, I think, yeah. Right, who's asking the questions now? Yeah. So one more question, Craig. <laughs> Look, we're running out of time, and, and uh, you know, my inclination is to go, there's a, there's a heap of different bits and pieces in here that you know, we haven't thought through deeply, but I trust, as I said at the beginning, that it gives us an, a chance to think about what it, what it is to be intentional for you and where it is that intention will actually bring liberation. You know, For the sake of freedom, Christ has come to set us free. And uh, if, if, if you sometimes feel trapped by your own behaviour, um, you know, bringing intention to unwinding that, you know, reverse engineering, if you like, um, why it is that we, we bear ourselves out uh, in certain ways that lead to frustration, uh, that uh, our salvation in Christ should bring us to a place of liberty, to be able to freely give and to be, to be able to freely receive. So before we sign off, is there anything that you feel is invaluable to say in the, in the dying moments of this episode, Adrian? That was well said. You say it best when you say nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. thanks, for, thanks for joining us again. And uh, I don't think it'll be so long between uh, this episode and our next.